0: Welcome to another intriguing episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. But I learned
1: a lot about producing work, how to create work, how to manage budget, time, schedule. So those experiences I kind use as a strong, powerful tool as a photographer.
0: Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more.
1: Combining the business side, combining the storytelling side, and the producing side with the uh, knowledge and uh, technique of the photography, that's what makes the professional
0: photographer. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello everybody. It's Marvin Polis here, your host for Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm in New York City and Fred is not joining me this time. He's not here in person. He's not joining us via Skype either. In fact, I'm in the backseat of a taxi cab heading downtown and with me is a very special guest. His name is Katsu Tanaka. He's a professional photographer. He's from Japan. We're going between uh, appointments right now and making uh, good use of this opportunity to catch an interview with him while he's on the run. Welcome. Hi, uh, this is Katsu, um, uh, this is first time to have an interview inside of the yellow cab. That's fun. <laughs> oh, okay. It certainly is a lot of fun. In fact, you just finished up a, an assignment at the Lincoln Center for Performing Arts. Why don't you tell me about what you're up to today?
1: Okay, uh, right now I'm uh, working on the uh, magazine assignment uh, covering the Lincoln Center, the mecca of the uh, art and music scene in New York, and actually the entire USA and I just finished shooting the uh Nutcracker ballet performers and all the behind the scenes and the dressing room and following all the kids and the professional dancers. So just finished and just came out from the theater. Fantastic.
0: Now let's back up. Let's talk about your career. How did you get involved in photography and I know it started in Japan and, and the story about how you found yourself in New York?
1: Uh, well, back in about twenty-something years ago, actually, I was working in uh, advertising agency, nothing to do with the photography. But still, I wanted to become journalist first, and I was looking for some kind of tool, either pen or camera, or and I, I love photography anyway. And I I met, or I, well, I had a really golden opportunity. Uh, to become assistant of the National Geographic photographer who happened to come to uh, Japan and a friend of mine introduced him and I took about a week, week off from my work and I begged him if I can see his work and he welcomed me while he was shooting, he was doing an article, he was doing an assignment in Japan And uh, I just follow him and carry his camera bags and do whatever I can do, interpret in Japanese or... And at the end of the trip, he asked me if I'm interested in becoming his full-time assistant. So that was a big surprise and the uh, life-changing moment. So I decided to quit my job and add agency. Then uh, uh, I got married and I changed my career. And came to the United States and started working as a full-time
0: assistant in New York. Now, when you were working at the ad agency, just to clarify, what was your job there?
1: Uh, what they call uh, uh, account executive means the uh, I had the uh, client uh, cosmetic company, and I was producing, I was uh, managing the budget and schedule and you know, all ad campaign. Uh, so with the suit and tie and you know, looks quite different from uh, jeans and t-shirts right now so <laughs> that
0: was a huge huge uh, difference I guess at the same time you had this passion for photography
1: yeah well uh, back in uh, like when I was a college student uh, whenever I had a time I was traveling all around uh, either it's in Africa or Asia or Europe and I always had a camera with me. My, my father used to work in a camera company, Nikon, or Nikon, and he allowed me to use his like, old like, uh, legendary camera. So my hobby was uh, uh, just taking pictures. It was just the, a amateur, you know, just uh, take grab the shots. And I love combining photography and traveling, so that was always my interest but I was studying uh, business in the university so I took the job as a, uh, an agency but at the same time about I, I worked about five years five years over there and the actually I didn't want to straight go to the uh, like a newspaper TV station magazine publisher anything straight to the uh, the media so I wanted to use uh, uh, I was a bit Twisted guy, so uh, I wanted to do something different through the power of, or power or the money of the client, the companies, and to do uh, something like a journalistic approach to society. And the five years, I did everything I could do, and uh, you know, they, at the end, uh, what the ad agency or the client, what they care is about how to sell this product right in front of you so in that case I fell my my approach but I learned a lot about producing work how to create work how to manage budget time schedule so those experience I kind use as a strong powerful tool as a photographer because people think that the photographer is just a click in the you know the shutter it's not like that so uh, combining the business side, combining the storytelling side and the producing side with the uh, knowledge and the t- technique of the photography that's what makes the professional photographer.
0: So it's really understanding business and it's understanding how you can help improve and leverage the business that your clients are in. That's right. You
1: know uh, even with you know, photographers you have a client you have the publisher, you have the corporation or companies. So you, you need to know, you got to know the, uh, how to deal with them and how to create opportunity to take photos. So that's my strengths, uh, even before I started photography. But at the same time, when I started working with this uh, National Geographic guy, my ex boss, uh, I, I was super lucky to start with top of the top level photographer I worked for him about two years, full-time assistant. Although I am a photographer, you know, there are many types of photography, whether it's a fashion a commercial or advertisement, but my area is what I call editorial, editorial photographer. That means we do the story, article for the magazine, books, and such and such. And they, by looking at, this guy first thing i learned was you got to be super good journalist before even clicking because you got to understand the theme and subject and you have to research yourself and the most difficult and most important thing for taking greatest photo is to be there means you have to be there you have to be in the right place in the right time to capture the incredible moment, incredible drama. So uh, that's what I learned. You can learn technique, equipment, all these through books. You don't need a teacher. You don't need to go to school. Actually, I I never went to photography school, any classes, workshop, or anything. I learned all the technical side myself. But what I learned the most from this guy is how to run business, how to become a journalist, how to do how to be a storyteller my job main job my, and also my strength is combining multiple images and just just, just capture it what the subject is about what the theme is about what the place is about so those are the things. it's very hard to learn uh through books and even the school i don't think they teach those things so i was Again, super lucky to have the top-notch photographer who actually do those editorial photography.
0: You work as a freelance photographer now. How do you get the business? How do I get business? Great, great question. <laughs> I like to know that.
1: <laughs> uh, well, half of my work, the body work, is assignments. I, I have to propose stories to the different magazines, different editors. Uh, books and then they assign me and then uh, uh, I choose a place to go I choose the subject to to cover then I go to the actual location and take photos and I'm also the writer so most of the story I do myself uh, taking photos arranging, coordinating uh, and producing and at the end I also write the text uh, so constant communication with the editors, magazine, constant proposing the story idea. That's how I got the assignment. And second part, another half part of my job is, probably I will talk about later on, but the, I teach photography a lot. I do a lot of photography uh, workshops in uh, extreme uh, locations such as like uh, South America and Patagonia,
0: Uh, East Island and such and such. So that's two side of my business. Absolutely. We'll return to that thought in a moment. One of the things that I did want to ask you about in the meantime is to what extent do you find it to be a competitive advantage for you that you are a writer in addition to a photographer?
1: Right, Uh, well again my strengths as a photographer uh, everybody has a different the, uh, speciality, uh, the different area to cover, different uh, subjects. Either it's underwater photography, there's like uh, Asian countries, South America, or depending on the area. But I do many different things, uh, many different countries. But again, my strength is storytelling. It's not, the photography is not just about taking a great shot, that's it. We take thousands of thousands of photos with the design of how to tell the story. So combining multiple images, how do you illustrate the subject? So uh, that is actually very unique talent and uh, ability. Well, first of all, I learned from my my ex-boss. And then uh, I started my own and uh, proposed stories after story and just uh, hone my skills. And if you have uh, ability of also writing, you know, the story, it's all your own control. So I can choose what to cover, where to cover, how to cover, which angle. Uh, because I'm the, I'm the photographer at the same time, I'm the writer. Normally, the magazines send writer and a photographer together. Or the editor himself, himself or herself, they come. And they are the one tell t- what to shoot. In my case, I never trouble with anybody else. I always trouble by myself with my strong idea how to do the story. So that's a huge edge you know to make the story as attractive as or as strong as possible proposing the story idea and uh, the research and get deeper and deeper and at the location you do both I do interviews I do take, uh, I do photo shooting and at the, uh, the result I submit images and I also submit text so that's a one-man show it could be very lonely process and Once you get back home and start submitting all this, then the battle starts with the editors and uh, designers. But when you are on the location, there's no one to tell what to do. You got to think about from the beginning to the end. So that's the strength of the story.
0: Now, how were you able to make the transition to move from Japan and start to build up a, a business clientele here in New York?
1: I should say, the beauty of the photography, it's a universal language, you know, no matter what language you speak, it doesn't matter, photo has to tell the story without a text. Well sometimes I do the text, but sometimes I don't. Uh, So it wasn't really difficult transition from Japan to US uh, or the cultural differences uh, I, I was already traveling enough and I, I used to live in Australia when I was in in college I took a year off and I uh, went to Australia stay there work there it uh, wasn't really difficult to to come to New York uh, but of course New York is New York is the toughest place and the most competitive place in, in any kind of business so I had to go through many obstacles and uh, to establish myself. Uh, so yeah, that was tough.
0: Well, it seems to me that having multi-talents would have worked in your favor, being a fantastic photographer, in addition to being a terrific writer.
1: Number one, you got to have a multiple talents, uh, unless you're a genius photographer. You have to be a journalist. Number two, of course, you have to be a good photographer. Number three, you, you can be a writer, you can be a producer. If you're waiting for the job coming in, if you're waiting for the assignment to come in, nowadays, it's getting tougher and tougher. The less and less assignment, less and less magazine or the publication. So you have to create the job yourself. You have to go and propose a story. You have to grab the opportunity. Or you have to create a completely different type of business, which I may talk uh, later on about like a teaching or a workshop, that kind of things so uh multiple talent and multiple markets you need you know you cannot just work in the us you cannot work just in japan photography is a universal language so you could work with many different countries many different markets that will expand the opportunity to do the business
0: in fact yes it is a terrific career if you're interested in traveling and let's go ahead and do that transition into that other piece of subject matter and and talk about your workshops because they they happen abroad
1: right Uh, actually there are many photography workshops nowadays and um, thanks to the uh, digital photography that means you can go into the photography easier before uh, we we have to shoot with a film and you don't really see the result up until you go to the lab but nowadays it's easier and the more and more people uh, share the interest in learning photography. So uh, a lot of professional photographers nowadays teach uh, how to take photos and technique and skills and all these. Uh, in New York, you have hundreds of workshops like uh, learning photography. But my workshop a bit different. I teach in extreme environments. The bottom of uh, South America, Patagonia, is so far. The scale and the size of the nature, the landscape is so grand, so enormous. And uh, we are exposed to extreme natures. And then uh, uh, I combine with a lot of uh, experiences. I create this workshop with the partnership with the uh, one of the biggest uh, resort hotel group in Chile in South America. I used to do a lot of assignment over there and they like my work and and, okay I will design the photography workshop for them so I can use their facility a beautiful five-star hotel and their incredible uh, logistics such as like horses and uh, uh, talented local guide and vehicle and boat going to the uh, glacial lakes and such and such. I am combining learning photography at the same time let the guest experience the adventure over there. That's very unique compared to the other workshop. So sometime I can let the whole bunch of horses running back and forth in front of the guest so that they can learn like action shots, uh, repeat after repeat, those kind of
0: things. It's
1: difficult to arrange in the normal circus, circumstances.
0: Here in New York City, we're not going to be seeing many stampeding horses for instance. <laughs> You're
1: trying. Well, although I teach uh, a workshop in New York too, and a different subject, different type of photography. Right. But uh, uh, the key is experience. You know, people who travel all over all around the world uh, they have seen New York, Paris, London, Tokyo, you know, they have done all the sightseeing. So people are not satisfied with just watching and the shows and shopping and, and eating in the most uh, fantastic restaurants. So they want to do something by themselves. So not just go to the Patagonia or East Island watching just the mountains, they want to do something. They want to experience it by themselves. So photography, a powerful, powerful tool, to, to let them capture something by themselves. That's why all my guests got so fascinated, and so satisfied with the old experiences. Yeah.
0: Now, how do you promote these workshops?
1: Well, first of all, you have to choose right partners. My case, uh, again, this hotel group called Explorer in Chile and they are uh, one of the pioneers doing this kind of excursion base and travel and also I got uh, Nikon the camera company Nikon they sponsors my uh, program so they supply the uh, equipment for the guests and also they advertise my program so choosing the right partner and this and also create the uh, benefit for everybody myself for the hotel, for the Nikon. That is like a win-win situation for everybody. So that's how
0: I use their vehicle to promote the uh, program. So again, you're thinking not only as a creative individual, you're thinking as a business person too, and thinking about how can you put together the, the right pieces of a multiple business relationship.
1: Yeah. Again, you needed multiple talent to survive as a photographer. Although I am a photographer, I'm a teacher. I'm a business person. I create. I designed the business uh, for this workshop. I brought this uh, idea, and they for me, it's again like a storytelling. Although it's a teaching i i combine the uh location and multiple elements how the uh, the guests can experience such and such how do they, do they see the drama so if you are not solely teller again even this kind of business people never uh show the interest or any any attention to it so.
0: katsu a moment ago we did start to talk about advice that you would have for people who are considering getting into photography as a career let's return to that thought what are one or two of the other best pieces of advice that you would have
1: I tell you what I was told back in 20 something years ago when I trying to become a photographer first thing I was told was becoming photographer is not a job it's not a work it's a choice of lifestyle that I was told that means You have to dedicate it, commit it, wherever you go, whatever you do, either you are eating or you are watching something, can you relate things in front of you to photography? That's the mentality you have to have if you want to make a living by photographer. I will ask those young people, I mean, I don't tell a nice sweet story, it's getting tougher and tougher. I mean, same as all the creative work, but particularly photography, because the, there is a less and less magazine, people do not buy books. They don't really pay attention to flipping pages anymore. So the assignment is less, the opportunity, the window is getting smaller and smaller. So I'm not going to tell a lie. Uh, it's a easy, nice work. Even when I became a photographer 20 something years ago, I was told it's a tough job i mean tough life being a photographer and it's getting even tougher now so if you don't have a commitment to think about photography photography 24 7 it's not the type of the job or the lifestyle you would choose so that's one thing but at the same time if you can make it you know i don't call myself a successful photographer or anything but uh I am blessed to have those lifestyle and opportunity to go to the most exotic places in the world, most interesting people to see. If you're a photographer, an editorial photographer, photojournalist, you got to do everything by yourself. It could be, again, very lonely job. You are traveling on your own. Of course, with a big team like a TV, a movie, you have a bigger scale. But if you are on your own, you have a total control and you have a total satisfaction, and I call it one of the f- most fascinating job in the world. And my my young, I mean, little daughter calls, my daddy has the uh, coolest job in the world. This is uh, often time, and I'm so proud of to hear that. But uh, yes, it's a tough area to get in, but if you can make it, it's a very, very
0: interesting experience well you know what we're just about at our uh, location so we maybe have time for one more question one more piece of advice before we wrap up Katsu uh,
1: if you have opportunity doing a job and uh, doing work in a different area my case was advertising agency so just hone your skill in a different area at uh, the multiple talent multiple skill combined together that will make your being a photographer so strong just taking and clicking doesn't really make any any opportunity. There are many, many talented creative photographers out in the field. But if you have different area, if you can combine with, that
0: will make you very strong career. I think that's very astute advice. Give some very careful thought as to what would make you different. What would make you unique. What would make you stand out from other photographers.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So, a lot of young photographers came to me and showed their work and how can I make it. Uh, they often go to the like most remote area in the world and bring in a nice work, body work, they are the portfolio. Okay, that looks fantastic because they spend your own money, stay there a couple months, and just follow the, all the lives and culture over there. But what's next? You have to keep going, you have to keep working. Uh, The continuity is the most difficult but most important
0: thing to create your career. Well said, thank you so much for finding time in your very busy schedule for this interview today, Katsu.
1: Sure, Uh, my pleasure and it was so much fun, you know, bumping in the the (laughs) backseat of the yellow cab. And,
0: And one more thing, where can our listeners learn more about you?
1: I have my website www.katsutanaka.com uh, double, 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 that gives you my uh, bodywork of the assignment job at the same time you can see my photo workshop and uh, I'd like to have uh, anybody who, show, who has a passion for photography Come and join me in extreme places such as Patagonia, Atacama Desert, which is also no north part of Chile, Easter Island. And uh, everybody calls this like a photo boot camp. So you, I'm sure you'll be exhausted by the end of the trip, but uh, everybody loves it. So I'll be happy to share the experience with
0: you. Splendid. I know a lot of our listeners will be very interested in that. Bye for now. Great. Thanks so much